Hello, and welcome back to Eurovision Rewind 1990 Part 2. This is Millen filling in temporarily just for this intro for Alice. Uh, we left you off last time with the rather confusing Norwegian entry, and hope you enjoy. Uh, song number 10 was Shada Barchavat by Rita from Israel. Before we talk about the song, we're going to talk about this fun fact fjord. Hey, yo. Welcome to the fun fact fjord. So, uh, Rita was born in Tehran in Iran. Oh, that was the uh, worst possible way to pronounce those. T- not the worst, <laughs> the most American possible way to right. pronounce those two places. Tehran, Iran, yeah, Tehran and Iran. Um, <laughs> and uh, she's generally seen as kind of an ambassador or like a pop culture ambassador for Israelis and Iranians, which is cool. Also, she, folk- she voices the Hebrew version of Pocahontas. Oh. <laughs> Awesome. I think that reads because this the song sounds very Disney ballad to me. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good way to describe it. I think it's kind of in a good way though, is I think this song stands out as one of the few songs to just be a straight ballad and not be painted by eightiesness of it all. <laughs> yeah, I, this song is. Um peak conviction with very little soul Mm. you know like Mm -hmm. she is so passionate about what she's singing and it's very entertaining um but the it's like i i i'm as (laughs) i i it's just like okay cool i'm more entertained by your passion than i am the song itself Particularly when she drops to her knees in the second half and is like clutching the mic stand, but um, well, I, I liked that. I thought that was a good dramatic moment. I think I think this song was dramatic for sure. I really like yeah. the use of uh, dramatic is probably the best word to describe it. Yeah. Um, the strings were like these wide sweeping like dramatic strings. <laughs> um, I love it. I, I like that. I did not like her voice, though. It's not that it was bad, but to me, uh, this is my Spain, if you will. Uh, this is the song where the the voice sounded strained. She got she was like letting oh, too much edge into it. Um, and the thing that we praised Monica for in '62 with kind of that controlled slip of control. Um, she did not do it was just all edge all the time which yeah you know maybe good maybe good for a very different type of song you know various kinds of metal i think she'd be great at um oh yes but the fact that this is supposed to be this uh disney dramatic ballad uh did not match up 
in the same way or in the way that she may have hoped. Um, yeah, it's very true. I, I wouldn't say it left me scattered, but it did leave me kind of in a, a form of like disarray. Maybe there's <laughs> kind of that like mismatch between voice and the intended vocal stylings of the song. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, can we talk about her 17 bracelets on one arm? Oh, I missed that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, uh, on on her, I guess it would be her left, she's got what I assume to be a single bracelet, but it's just like stacks on stacks of metal rings. It's very funny. Uh, she also gets the credit for best, um, best oversized hair of the night, I think. <laughs> oh, the hair was great and the face was beat. She looked great. Yeah, she did. She actually looked a lot like a high school classmate of mine, which is really <laughs> funny. I almost funny. sent it to her while I was watching it. Um, can That's we talk funny. about the can we talk about the postcard for Israel though? I'm I gonna have to go back it? and look at it. It was like plains, like grassy kind of hill thing. Oh, and then with, the beach uh, with fruit. Being thrown oh. every now and then. <laughs> yes. Like, right, crazy, right, yeah. like someone bought, you know, six uh, edible arrangements and then threw them up in the air. <laughs> it's like Fruit Ninja. It is like Fruit Ninja. Well, okay, ninja yeah. I see. <laughs> I see Wait. this now. That's deeply confusing. That's a weird I think like, that, that is be... not real fruit. That's fake. There's really. It looks like claymation or CG or something. Do you the think that Yugoslavia least. had a produce budget for this show, Jonathan? <laughs> I feel like it might have been green screened, but oh, maybe that's why it looks so weird. But yeah, um, God. well, this is a this is Israel. This was filmed in Israel. Oh, I get. <laughs> but did you not notice all of the postcards were filmed in country that was performing in honor of the European Year of Tourism? I yeah, 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 that's a, yeah. There's this one scene where it like they drop fruit into the green screen dropping fruit into a fish tank and then that fades into slices of pineapple landing on this woman <laughs> in the water. It's so this would be the the perfect fragrance commercial. That is high <laughs> art. Yeah. Uh, I was Are watching you, Saturday Night Live once Gucci? and I ones recently with like no. Florence and the Machine no. and uh, what? Yeah, I think she's in a, a, like a Gucci scent commercial. That's great. It's very strange. So, oh, it's so weird. <laughs> I was watching SNL a while ago and a fragrance commercial came on and I thought it was another sketch. <laughs> that is makes sense. Do you How think do you think the song is going to You're distracted by this vocal or or what? <laughs> Yeah, I can't imagine this is going to do well, but like again, I've been saying that for for every single song. So some some of them have got to some of it's got to give and get pushed up into the top, but I don't know which ones it's going to be. Yeah, this is definitely on the lower end for me as well. Um I don't know if I can say where, but this is for sure uh, going to be pushed down. Alright, so we're nearing the halfway point. Song number 11, we had uh, Hello Hello by Lonnie Devontier from Denmark. 
You know what my first reaction to uh, this song was? What was your first reaction to this song? I mean, March. This sounds like more. a song on the Blues Brothers soundtrack. <laughs> That's funny. I was gonna say it sounds like a Wham song to me. Oh, oh, that too, but like worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The one with the pose. <laughs> the what? Huh? The one with the pose that the background dancers were in. Oh. <laughs> Right, yes. yeah. Um, a, you explain that. I'm not explaining that. Okay, so there's three background dancers kind of staged weirdly in shadow, um, waiting. They're, they are standing stock still uh, for the first chorus to hit. However, they're not standing next to each other, no. There's one dude flanked by two girls who are leaning over with their heads like on his stomach and he has his arms around either one of them and it's it's shockingly suggestive for <laughs> Eurovision <laughs> I'll say I don't I I was I was uh, I watched it just kind of half paying attention because of actually some notes that I will add later uh, and then I saw that just out of the corner of my eye, and I said, "Whoa, what the hell?" And I went back and I said, "Okay, that's at least stage friendly, but dear God." <laughs> <laughs> so they were wearing uh, red fedoras. They were wearing uh... an amazing, an amazing fit. I was. It was quite the ensemble. It was red Dude. fedora, red sequins, long sleeve, uh, crop top, backless. With a high-waisted, kind of loose-fitting legging that had ruffles on it. But it was like... never. This was the most uh, well-fitting outfit of the night. They weren't loose leggings. They were like like well-tailored capris. Yeah, yeah. It was weird, though. The fedoras were weird, for sure. Um... Okay, what I have to say about the song itself, though. Sorry for that <laughs> tangent. I couldn't watch. As soon as I watched it, I could not enjoy the song. Because this performer looked so awkward on that yeah. stage. Yeah. And the dancers, once this, once that first chorus hit and they started moving around, um, were... Like, they added a lot of energy, but none of it actually translated to the performance like they were just way off in the background doing their own thing yeah and they came forward for a second and they went back to the background and she was standing there like tight her arms at her sides kind of waddling like <laughs> it's yeah uh, she seemed so uncomfortable yeah um, that's a good point yeah and i think that at that point i also thought it was kind of i think it's always kind of weird when there is choreography happening behind a performer especially when like if you do that then you're making the active choice to have the performer at the forefront when you do that you have to do it with 
performer that you want to attract attention to. She was so awkward and uncomfortable and looked so nervous yeah. that like the fact that there was so much going on behind her and that she was the only person that was center stage made that so much more clear. Yeah. This was rough. This was it rough was, all around. It was if you closed your eyes though, very fun song. I, I quite like it. was a little shaky too. Her okay, her voice was shaky, but I feel like whereas uh Israel's was kind of uncontrolled roughness and it went too far. This one had that edge to it, but enough that it like to the point that where it was an asset to the song and not uh overbearing, if you will. Yeah, and I think that this song was kind of more suited to an edgy vocal than yeah. the, the previous. Yeah, that's true. Um, also had a not particularly good key change in this one. I noticed that too. I didn't like it, actually. Hey, welcome. I'm joining the dark side. Um, yeah. <laughs> final note, or two final notes. I hated the lighting. The lighting was oh, so ugly. chaotic. It was really chaotic, and it was mostly blue and green, which really clashed with the red motif on the clothing electric salmon <laughs> electric salmon all right um and also i think that this could be this sounds like the theme song to a danish sitcom from the 80s or 90s <laughs> yeah all right is europe gonna buy into this or not um they're not gonna buy into it as much as they are um um, um iceland i think I, I, I would say this one is going to be a uh, low top 10. Yeah, I, I, I'm with that. I'm with you entirely there. All right. So assuming that we don't have anything else to talk about with Denmark, moving on to Switzerland. This is uh, Egon Egemann with the song Musik klingt in die Welt hinaus. Song number 12. I don't know how to feel about this song. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack here. Alexander Ryback is quaking. (laughs) Yeah, Alexander Ryback who? Oh, yeah. This guy, yeah. We've got Violin Liberace over here. Uh, Yeah, he is very Liberace vibes. Well, like subdued Liberace. Oh. Well, that's just because you can't fit a candelabra on a violin. (laughs) Right, Um, but even like the, even the outfit is very... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we've we've got another one of those like cropped blazer with baggy pants fits. Tucked, but like this blazer in tucked all... into the pants. What is that? Yeah, is this it? one's Wait. in all white. No, it's not. It's just belted at the bottom. Okay, um, it looks kind of like that. No, this one, uh, this one has the kind of uh, cinch at the bottom that I was hoping in the other one. But the oh, material yes. that's right out of this like patterned fabric but not a print it's like in the stitching of the fabric itself yeah 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 it has some pattern going on it's like curtain fabric yeah deeply concerning <laughs> yeah 
Not um, not a fan person. Under music vibes. And then, but then, <laughs> to cap off his all white outfit, he's got an all white violin that he dramatically fake plays in between the lines and the choruses. Well, no, he's playing it for real, but it's Eurovision, so it's not allowed to be Mike. I can right? track now, but I think um, back, well, there was an orchestra, so most things were live. Yeah, okay, so maybe he is actually playing it. I mean, instrumentation, I will say on this one, I enjoyed. Um, it was very I think synthy. I enjoyed this one overall. Yeah. You, uh, Jonathan, you said subdued, right? Well, more subdued than Liberace. Yeah, I would I would apply that to that word to him generally. Like he put no effort into this performance at all. It felt lazy in a sense. Like it, he didn't so, not, I'm not sure I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I read it more as effortless. I don't it, it seemed like he was bored on that stage. Like he never smiled. He never really engaged with the audience. He stood there, he sang a good song, he played the violin, and I don't know, that's kind of that's that's the story. Like I feel like this song had tons of conviction and if he did anything, like if he tried a little bit more, it would have had all the soul it needed to. I think he I think when he's playing violin, he makes a good connection with the camera and like smiles and looks like he's having a good time. But when he's singing, I think he has a little bit like RBF. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Um. Oh, this this is just like the my little last nitpick on this one is it was doing the 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 stupid major key resolutions for its chorus, which were driving me bonkers. It was like stop 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 resolving it like this it's so it's so trite and unsatisfying i don't know where do you think it's i knew more about music theory (laughs) but i don't yeah i i'm i'm so at i'm at a, a knowledge of music theory where i know exactly i know enough that to tell you that I don't like it, but I can't tell you exactly what's going on and it's bothering me and it makes me want to take more theory classes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright, so do you think that the flashiness of the century will get at some points or not? Um, I mean, I can't see I can't see a song that's this absurd doing particularly well. <laughs> so I'm gonna say no, but I feel like this is a good song that's gonna be pushed down by his lack of energy. Hmm. Or, you know, his lack of energy, kind of the oddity of the performance, whatever. It's a good song that's gonna be pushed a little bit lower than it deserves if it were just a studio recording. Okay, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so after is from Germany, and it was called Freizuleben no, <laughs> by Chris Kempers and Daniel Kovac. Yeah. 
Eurocat brought down the Berlin Wall. <laughs> yo, yo. Yeah, so first, first and foremost, this is introduced by Eurocat destroying the Berlin Wall. <laughs> didn't know that, I didn't realize he did that, but ever then yeah. great moments. He also, as we will see later, composed the Blue Danube Waltz. <laughs> he sure did. Absolutely. Damn, Stan Eurocat. We do Stan Eurocat. Um. We stand a skinny legend. Um, also, by the way... <laughs> hey, hey, Chris Kemper. <laughs> is Chris Kemper a skinny legend? Dude, waist on thinner. Did you see her? She was barely there. <laughs> it's like those edits of Mariah Carey where it's like... <laughs> <laughs> skinny queen. <laughs> I, oh, actually, I do see that. Her waist how is much of thin. that is from like, the sh- absurd width of the shoulders on this dress, though? <laughs> that's a... That's a... <laughs> yes. Sure, but... Something about that feels like anatomically impossible. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, but by the way, guess who wrote the song? Oh God, is it Ralph Siegel? You know it. That's really uh, funny. Yeah. I noticed a Serge Gainsbourg later on. Actually, the next one. <laughs> We've got. Oh some, really? We've got I didn't All star cast. Oh, How did you? Wait, did you look it up? No, it's on no, the. They, title card. they have credits before. Oh, it's on the, oh yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. That is Serge Gainsbourg. He wrote. He uh, did he write it or do the lyrics or he did, compose he, it? Uh, he did the lyrics. Yeah. Okay. We'll see yeah. When we get there. But, um, this kind of sucks. I don't know. <laughs> so I, interesting. I was gonna say. I think that. I think that this is. This is very much like a, a, a crappy, sappy ballad. But at the time, I wrote that it's one of the better crappy, sappy ballads of the year. I don't know if I would be able to tell you why I thought that, and I don't know if I could continually agree with the person I was when I wrote these notes five hours ago. But <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I struggle with this one just because one of my notes is this is an 80s power ballad, but with none of the power. <laughs> and I think that's... I just think that this song had no life and it made very few choices. I mean, say what you will about Israel and uh, Luxembourg's performances and songs, but those songs made choices and I remember them and I don't really remember this just because it was so basic. I will say the dude sounded like a, like Bruce Springsteen speaking German. Um, Oh yeah. Aside from that, the only thing I remember about the song is her outfit. It's a good outfit, too. I like Pretty, it. Very interesting design on that outfit. <laughs> yeah. Like, kind of like rotunda of beaded fringe. Beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. Impeccable. Impeck. Um, yeah. So, um... <laughs> uh, middle. Yeah. Yeah. Probably going towards the lower side. I feel like this could do better than that, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, dude. (laughs) Okay. This is one that does not matter. Like it it could place anywhere. I wouldn't care. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm done talking about this one. (laughs) Very ready to talk about song number 14, which is. White and Black Blues by Joël Ursule from France. White and black. Dans ce ballon, c'est sur le white and 
What's going on like, here? Is there backstory to this? Um, really. Um, my fun fact was that Serge Gansberg wrote this. It was actually he wrote it actually less than a year before his death. Oh, oh. wow. Yeah. Um, this was like a this was a song about like anti-racism, right? I didn't pay too much attention. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Um, okay. I th which I think is actually kind of interesting. Um, a lot of things about this, I think, is interesting. Um, yeah. It, it, I think it successfully blends dance music and Calypso. Yeah, um, this, is the, this is the second real instance of that, the ethnopop thing that you were talking about earlier. Yeah. And I think it does it a lot more successfully. I think it's more true to the traditional sound. Yeah, I was confused though by the presence of like a like like a street corner bucket drummer on stage, yeah. but he's doing it on like a, a big oil drum. Um, so that was odd. And then it, like at one point in the middle, it just tr straight up turns into a stomp performance. <laughs> yeah, I which was great. That, I loved that though. part. That was yeah. so cool. Um, but I, I. I I'm glad you brought up the lyrics, Millen, because I thought that the lyrics were interesting. I don't know if I know enough French to know whether or not like a lyrics of this are kind of trite and silly. Um, but they sort of seemed a little bit simple. But at the same time, I think that it's significant that this song was written and performed in 1990, sent representing France on a stage in Yugoslavia, thinking about like her experience as a part of the African diaspora. Which yeah. I think it's interesting because if you think about uh, like songs that deal dealt with you know racial topics, whatever that really means, um get, like that were that were released like before two thousand. I mean I'm probably not aware of a lot of them, but a lot of like the big mainstream ones we're kind of just like oversimplified and stupid and was just like there should be harmony why can't we just get along and then this one is just this one's a lot more nuanced and it talks just about like i don't know man experience. Nina Simone? Nina Simone, yeah well yeah, she so. wasn't i feel like nina simone wasn't super mainstream though she was in the u.s i don't know was about she? her yeah she was big I don't know about her yeah. uh, international reach especially I'm thinking about ebony and ivory by paul mccartney Oh, that is an unfortunate stain. <laughs> that is an unfortunate song. But um, maybe I'm talking about out of my ass, but I think that this is an interesting song and an interesting performance, and it means a lot, I think, in the context of this time. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, like Janet Jackson kind of sang about similar topics in her music that was released at around this time, too. Dude, Sam Cooke. Actually, you know what? People have been... Sorry. <laughs> Wait, what? Sam Cook. A change is gonna come. Oh yeah. I think that also now that I think about it, I think people have been talking about racism for like yeah. since for, a minute. for a while. <laughs> for a while. I feel like at Eurovision perhaps. That not. is true. That is true. Um, um We haven't actually talked about the song itself though, or like the performance. It's great, I love it. Oh, it's so fun. I I, uh, you were talking, Jonathan, earlier about the kind of setup on the stage being cool with the two guitarists and then the keyboard player kind of in this in like a square formation. This one was awesome because each performer had this like station around the lead singer. And then mm. 
two of them were dancers who would like leave their station and then join her up on the stage. Very cool times. Um, mm. That drum break added a lot of energy. I think, like you said, it blended Calypso together really well with the uh, more kind of contemporary style of the song. I didn't, I don't think her voice had the same energy though. I feel yeah. like if she sung the hell out of this song like it deserved, this would be an easy winner for me. Mm-hmm. But I think because she wasn't carrying that same energy, it's probably going to, it's not going to sink down too much, but I feel like it'll be like three or four, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to say I, her voice was also a little weak for my taste. Um, yes. Yeah. And I think that, um, the the melding of the two different genres i think is in an interesting way too because i remember the first time that i listened to this i was like something about this isn't really sitting right with me and i can't tell what it is and then when i thought about it i was i was kind of just thinking that i i would have initially liked this more if it was more similar to western pop music than it was to calypso and after i kind of realized that i was like oh that's just kind of a stupid thing to like care about so i think that this brings like the listener sort of outside of their the western listener outside of their comfort zone enough to a point that i think it's interesting like they could they didn't have to go that far but they did and i think that's a risk and i think it is off for me if that makes sense i don't know if it does <laughs> i'm going to interpret the silences that that did not make sense no, no, and i, I am okay with I'm that waiting for i thought ellis was going to say he's the only one that hasn't really talked about this song i don't know the, i like the, it, it was just like I was trying to work out what was going on for most of it. Like I thought that the the instrumentation, like I, it had a lot of good ideas. I don't know if it was entirely successful. Um, like in in the song itself, it 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 felt a little bit like a, just a little bit off for bits of it. I like I don't know. I'm not really explaining myself very well. I think the song could have been better. Um, and like the music bits itself, but it's not, it, it's, it's good and it's distinctive. Yeah. Distinctive is a good word for this, I think. Yeah. All right. So Milan, you said somewhere around third or fourth for this. Do you yeah. agree with that, Ellis? Yeah, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. I think this is going to be, I, this is going to be up there. Yeah. Okay. I, so. I did just looked this song up and the two, uh, songwriters as far as i can tell you were going on about the lyrics and how they kind of present this more nuanced take on uh quote-unquote racial issues but it's written by two white dudes as far as i can tell (laughs) yeah Yeah. it is yeah but i think it from what i understand of them i think it like acknowledges that quote racial issues are beyond just being like you should be friends you know Mm -hmm. That's what I was saying, which isn't really okay, that okay. nuanced or profound. But anyway, <laughs> I see. I like this song. Um, this is yeah, probably one of my favorites of the night. Agreed. Um, so after France, we had song number fifteen, which came from the host country Yugoslavia. It was "Ide da Ludojemo" by Taichi. Chocolada. 
banger. This is a banger. Dude. This was you the, know what I'm going to say? What? Oh my god. This dude. song. Honks. <gasps> yes, it does. It's very, yeah, 100%. I cut you off, Milan, though. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, this is another one of the songs that I couldn't watch. Like, for the exact opposite reason compared to Denmark, I felt weirded out by her performance of the song. It was like weirdly uh, kind of baby doll uh, naivete in isn't helped by this dress oh yeah for sure that's yeah her dance and that dress and I mean cool own it I guess but I feel like when it's on the Eurovision stage it becomes kind of sexuality and sex becomes commodified in a way and I I uh, did not feel comfortable. Um, she looks very young. Uh, I was, I was, I was concerned. <laughs> uh, but aside from that, a great song. Loved, loved, loved listening to it. Unfortunately, the file also got corrupted here, and we lost about five minutes of Yugoslavia discussion, uh, to which we did eventually realize and tried to walk back a little bit. Where were we five minutes ago? Talking God. about how good Yugoslavia is. Woohoo! Uh, yeah. Great song. We all love it. It's all of our first uh, picks for best song of the year. Yeah. You know, Yugoslavia the, yeah. is a, it, a banger. Do you think it's going to win? I... I don't I don't know. I want it to win, but there's so much stuff going on with Yugoslavia at the time that there's got to be some geopoliticking which I would imagine can only harm it as well as the fact that back-to-back winners are harder to like it, it's 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 not easy to win back-to-back. Um so I don't know if I can see this winning, but I would love it if it did. Do you think that a win is possible for this one, Millen? No, I don't think so. I feel like it doesn't do enough to pander. Like, it, sure, it's the best song. <laughs> I don't know if it's the best Eurovision song. Especially yeah, okay. when we have uh, two songs coming up in quick succession that are that that do that kind of... Uh, broad appeal thing really, really well. Um, I, I don't think this will win. I think it should. I think it should get very high, though, for sure. All right. So, moving on to song number sixteen, it was "Hasempe El Graham by Nutra from Portugal. Talk about fashion. Oh my god. The conductor had numbers all over his jacket and pants. Conductors fitted. And uh, the performer and background singers all had like music notes just stapled to the collar line of their dresses. They are less fitted. 
they are fully less fitted. Yeah, that's the 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 looks on stage here are a bit rough. I yeah, she's wearing like hilarious. That's true. She's wearing like this weird like uh goodwill uh velvet dress with uh, construction paper cutouts of music notes stapled to the neckline with a legging that cuts off at the mid-thigh and a kitten heel. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> and then the backup, the backup singers are all matching. They all have one music note on their lapel with like tool dresses with that are yeah. more see-through than they should be. And then... Do you know what bothered me about... So, okay. The thing that bothered me the most was that lead singers on her outfit, she had red music notes, oh, blue I didn't music even notes, notice that. green music notes. The backing oh. singers have blue, red, and yellow. They don't even match. God damn it. Why did you have to point that out? No. It really bothers me. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's gonna drive me bonkers. <laughs> um, and then also, not to mention, the lead singer's hair is not the traditional awful that we've seen for the rest of this contest, but it is a different type. It is, like, weirdly wet. <laughs> it's like a wet lady mullet. Yeah, it looks like, um, if any of you watch wrestling, it, this is what... It, like Seth Rollins's hair always looks like, particularly back when he still had that blonde streak in it. Um, it's not, it's not good. And the song does not make up for the fashion choices. I not say. at yeah. all. There's a Millen. Did a, you like the horn interlude? <laughs> I, I will say that was the only thing I did like. And even then, it was not enough to really, yeah, it was not enough to do much for me. Um, this seems like a good first draft of a song, but definitely not <laughs> something that should have been set out, you know, on the Eurovision stage. That was scathing. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, she's got quite the voice. Very, you know, cool, except that she doesn't use it well. And it's on a song that's missing in several departments, like the uh, composition and the lyric writing. And all right. But man, this song was just riddled with holes. Yes. Yeah. Boo. But I'll go that down because I do think the song itself is decent. But like this, the performance is not great she had a really rough high note at one point um the fashion's good the per performance is yeah i this is not going to do well Should be together. 
so Liam Riley, this like middle-aged to old dude sitting here right. at his piano by not being fashionable has managed to be the most fashionable person on this show <laughs> because he's just wearing clothes and admittedly the color and material on those clothes not great but they're oh. not deeply offensive in the way that so much of the fashion on this show is so props think, to him I think the best fashion is yet to come are you talking about the uh, Finnish boy band no I am and I'm also talking about Austria oh, oh no okay. um okay but yeah this one is like <laughs> th th this Irish song for one it's our obligatory I'm gonna name all the places song for this year yes. um meet me in Paris meet me in Rome these be a, a bunch of other European cities. Ah, I said your city name. Said, now vote for me. He said he said Champs Elysees. Mm. <laughs> of Champs Elysees. Oh, but um, this is a perfectly decent song. Yeah, I thought this was pretty good. I mean, the lyrics kind of made me roll my eyes a little bit. Yeah. Um, this sounds actually really similar to Ireland's 88 entry, if you remember that. <laughs> um, I think that it sonically sounds better than that, but the lyrics are far worse. Uh, but yeah, I think this is pretty good. I, I don't really want to say I like it just because it's basic and there are a lot of fundamental things that don't work for me, such as the lyrics. But um, yeah, very respectable. I also really liked um, in the postcard um the Eurocat thing he was sitting behind a tree and on the tree it said you're oh cat is like irish oh <laughs> barack obama um barack obama yeah i was highly amused <laughs> yeah no i i'm i'm with you on the like not wanting to i i think that the best way to describe this one is a perfectly good song surrounded by bad songs which makes it by comparison a good song like an extra good song yeah i said perfectly okay but pretty much the same thing i think as far as voting goes i think this will get three major boosts it'll get the ireland boost because you know ireland for some reason uh holy hell they get some boosts sometimes uh two this is like i would say the first real ballad of the night um it's got it's like elton john reminiscent in some places mm. and sure that's like a boring thing sometimes no not boring sure that's a little bit derivative sometimes but again like you were saying ellis in a song or in a field of bad songs uh it's it makes it stand out more and then the pandering to everyone around the world vote as well yeah yeah so this this is honestly this and then one that we have not yet talked about yet uh we have not talked about yet are my contenders for like first or second place interesting right there yeah hmm. yeah okay I, yeah, I can see it. This one, this one is definitely up there. I don't, I don't think this is gonna win, 
because I think it's a bit too inoffensive to win. Mm -hmm. Um, like it's good, but it doesn't really do a whole lot. Uh, but I can, I, 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 I can, I can see it. All right. So I think we have five songs left. And the fifth to last was Sweden. This was Som Som en Vin by Eden Adal. Song number 18. say would you be shocked to learn that this is a contemporary christian music band (laughs) i would not be shocked god damn it i would be 100 shocked because that feels wrong to me contemporary christian music always feels wrong though oh fun (laughs) fact uh fun fact Kanye West is nominated for Contemporary Christian Album of the Year this year for at the Grammys for Jesus is King. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Um, I don't think that counts. I'm leaving the planet. (laughs) Um, I mean, I'll take that over. I don't know. What's a a Hillsong Jesus fire? I don't know. uh, Okay. Jonathan, were you ever able to find out? the time traveling thing with this? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so for the listeners, um, Millen brought this to my attention that during the postcard, they have a little video segment of, what was it, like the Water Festival of yeah, Sweden? Yeah, 19- Water Festival. 1991, which doesn't make sense because this is aired in 1990. I think what it was, though, was that it started in 1991, so... In the spirit of the European year of tourism, they were like, oh, this big event is happening in 1991. Uh, Arc your calendars, make some plans. Uh, I think, but it was really strange because they were were playing it (laughs) off as like, this is video footage from the Water Festival of Stockholm 1991. (laughs) Yeah, it was, I I was convinced that some time travel finagling was going on here. Um, somehow Yugoslavia had gained footage from the future and just like very easily slid it into the Eurovision Sweden postcard. Yeah, and some of these countries are uh, time traveling far, far, far back in time. So, I mean, that's not an unjust (laughs) assessment. (laughs) I will say I was expecting good Swedish boy band stuff and then the song sucked. Oh, yeah. Um, the, 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 what I have written down is that this song is stylistically atrocious and technically proficient. Cause like yes. Yes. The, the, what, what can be said for this song is that they're not hitting sour notes. Like they're, they're well, singing the, the, the exactly one with the red shirt hits a few sour notes. Okay. Well, I, I, they're not hitting intensely noticeable sour notes, yes. I guess. Yes. I didn't agreed, notice agreed, any. Agreed, agreed. Um, like it's not as bad as the high note that Portugal flubbed earlier. Um, but, but the, it's just like, Oh, this is kind of (laughs) gross. Cause like, 
excellent or uh, the two main singers like the two people who did most of the solo bits out of four um did or had excellent punk voices like i can totally see them Mm -hmm. singing kind of some some speed metal or something and (laughs) one of them sounded like like a kind of like a crappy swedish joe cocker he had that sort of like Um, that is an excellent sound clip right there (laughs) yeah and then the other one looks like matt damon yeah (laughs) um Matt Damon. Yeah, like this could be. I mean, I, the reason that I'm shocked to hear they're a Christian band is because this song is so the opposite. Um, I said that this sounds very Broadway rock opera sa- song. <laughs> I think I think that is uh, more credit than it deserves. Well, it's not as good as that, but like that's the vibe. It's very okay. like Christian acapella bros. Like all male, like they, they give the vibe of like members of an all male acapella group at an Ivy League college. <laughs> rare <Yeah>. aesthetic, <laughs> very rare aesthetic, and they fit it. Um, I thought that the lighting was good. It was these like white bubble lights. I thought that was nice, but um, nothing really to report on on the song. It's pretty basic. Yeah, there's a, a hell of a lot of conviction and a, a yeah. lack of soul. Like you said, technically proficient, stylistically horrendous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think this song had two things of note. It used xylophones well, and it used electric guitar well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it that. But again, that's all part of the kind of corporate synthesized stuff. That's not anything uh, as far as the actual performance goes. So can't give it any credit. Right, so... What follows is Italy, song number 19, which is Insieme, 1992, by Toto Cotugno. Fun fact, Fjord. Oh, yes. Welcome to the Fun Fact Fjord. Uh, the backing singers are members of band Blood and Ash, which represented Yugoslavia in oh. 1975. This is a step. Remember them? <gasps> what? That song sucks. I, I, that's that? a lie. I don't, I don't remember that song. Um, um, but also... Um, Yes, as you point out, the, there is the year 1992 in the title, and that is because it is about the unification of Europe, specifically the forming of the EU and the free European economy, which was to take place in 1992. This song is so dumb. <laughs> it, this is so dumb. It's like, oh, here, my... My job is to get votes from the Europe. I know what I'll do. I'll sing a song where the main refrain is 
Unite Europe. It's <laughs> awful. It's the most pandery stuff, and it's just like, just fuck off, dude. Come on, don't, don't do this. And the finger snaps are all off. Blood and blood and what is it? Blood and ash. They're hmm. snapping their fingers in the background in the first bit, and it's like not on beat. And to like the chorus is like. Oh, I can. I okay. Maybe I could get into it. And then he says, "Unite Europe again." And it's just like, oh, stop. Okay, but this bothered me way less than Ireland's lyrics. Why? Which I was think more is, I think. Uh, here we go, Europe, as opposed to Ireland, which is like, hey, hey we've been to this place and also this place and also just, this. Like, if this that's was just more in annoying English. to me because, like, I think if this was in English, this would bother me a lot. But like, it's just like. I think that like specifically saying place names is kind of you're trying too hard. Like stop. <laughs> He's saying one big place name a lot. Europe. That's true. That is true. Yeah. I, Europe I, is just one big place and we should all be one big family guys, right guys? Right, Yugoslavia? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right place that is currently Yugoslavia, let me hear you make some to... noise for yeah. the European Union. <laughs> yeah, yo yo yo. This song single-handedly brought Yugoslavia down. <laughs> Complete. Um, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> oh, yes, please do. Thank you. I think this song sonically is more interesting than Ireland's because Ireland's was very, like, stock, you know, very, like, okay, cool. Um, yeah, that's true. This one had some more going for it, especially after the key change. Um, I think it was a key change. Uh and they both kind of have a very similar i feel like it's two roads to approach the the same goal um and neither one of them is correct so as far as <laughs> no no i mean like neither one of them is the right choice like one did it correct and the other one did it wrong so as far yeah, as voting right, goes, just, yeah we just said it was just funny yeah uh as far as voting goes if we can move on Ellis, is there anything else you wanted to say? Well, I haven't talked about this song. Oh yet. my god, I'm so sorry. I'm you know sorry. what, Milan? That's okay. Um, I actually think sonically this is good. It's very yeah. anthemic. It's very gets the people on their feet dancing in the aisles. Um, it builds well. Good vocal moments. Technically proficient. I'd say stylistically pretty good too. As we kind of suggested, I think if this song was entirely in English. I might have a problem with the lyrics, but um, yeah, the it's a pretty blatant attempt for votes. But like I said, I don't mind it as much as I do with Ireland, just because it's like I feel like Ireland was just like I said, trying too hard, and it's like, hey, I talked about this specific place. I know you guys. You should vote for me. And it's like, stop it. No, you don't. <laughs> Never left your hometown in Ireland once. Stop it. Um, but yeah. So in terms of the results, I think Melon, you suggested that this one might win. I think this is going to do, I feel like this and Ireland are going to place neck and neck, but I feel like Ireland will get that bump, you know, the Ireland bump. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, th I think Ireland is just a little bit better than this. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think my ranking for the top three would be, I mean, we, we have some more to go, but I, we've already covered the the top three personally or not personally but like as far as how i think the voting would run down oh is, yeah 
Ireland, and then Italy, and then France. Um, France was the Calypso one that was almost yeah, yeah, there, yeah. and the, the lack of passion in the voice. Oh, of- no, I, I was... I was I, I shockingly didn't forget the song for once. I was umming at my own ranking. <laughs> um, I think my top three is uh, Yugoslavia and then Cyprus, which we haven't hit yet, and then Ireland. But okay. yeah, but we still got another song in the middle before we get to Cyprus. Yeah, unfortunately, it is song number twenty <laughs> coming from Austria. It is "Eine Mauer mehr" by Simone. This like really disappointed me because I love the outfit. Outfit is great. He's as we keep saying, she's fitted. He looks amazing. It's very <laughs> sequin, uh, skin tight dress with an amazing jacket that I would 100 percent wear. Dude, I would so, I would love that jacket if I found it in a Goodwill today. Like, uh, amazing. Also, the hair is great. The face is great. She's looking stunned. Um, I think the song started really good. It, it it kind of set itself up to be a traditional ballad, and I was excited because I was like, oh, we don't have that many of those, and she looks exciting and her voice is good. This will be good. And then it just sort of turns into basic 80s pop song, and I don't really care about it. Yeah, so the lighting know. is terrible. It's all green, <laughs> and it clashes with her red outfit. This is the second time this has happened. Not all Why? green. No, the background wall is green, but most of it's red. Like I was, I was thinking like the like spotlights. They're all green. They're always green. No, they shift between yellow and green. Okay, but also like yellow is not really. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my truth. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't think this sucks. I think I I like this more than you did. I think. Um. But I'm also more of a pop fan and less of a ballad fan. So that. I guess makes sense. Um, I, her voice is awesome. She's yeah, her voice great. is great. I love her voice. Um, she sounds a lot like Nina, as in the singer of Ninety Nine Luftballons. Yes, which I think sorry. is a combination. I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, because like a she sounds like her, and b it's in German, which like only drives the comparison more. Um, mm-hmm. But I know I like this. I think it's. It's absolutely loaded with cheese, but so is everything this year. So, I think specifically where this one let me down was the chorus. I think that it, yeah. so aside from qualms that I had with uh, the things I already said, um, I think that it would build up and I would expect the chorus to be this big thing and then it would get there and it kind of a letdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I yes, yeah. Yeah, this song, if it had a better chorus, that's that's really the only note that I made about this one. I, I think it could have cinched like a higher spot if it had really narrowed in on perfecting the chorus. Because you can totally save a bad song in Eurovision with a really good chorus. And yeah. this was 
this was an okay song with a very bland chorus. So that made it worse than it could have been, I think. Yeah, that's a that's a good shout. Yeah. Um was it gonna Oh, this is also a song that was about the fall of the Berlin Wall. Nice. Strangely enough. Um so um you said that this one probably won't get a a top spot, Millen. Where do you think it'll end up getting? Um honestly, I feel like this one I this is another one that kind of doesn't really matter, matter. to me. Yeah. <laughs> this one I would say lower than six, higher than seventeen. Why not? I okay. was going to say six or seven. I think it's higher on my personal oh. list, but I I don't know. I thought this one was good and fun and her voice was cool. So um I I, I this is definitely top half. Alright, I, I can see that. Alright, so second to last song. It is song number twenty one, Milas Poli by Haris Anastasiu from Cyprus. <laughs> shit pop music we're 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 we can have pop music on eurovision i forgot after all the other songs on this freaking year um very interesting this was this was fun it was um the the we've got more absurd 90s vests um love that we've got some some great jeans from everyone on Levi's ad. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're wearing white sneakers with white socks that they've tucked the jeans into, which is a fashion choice, which I will b- not make comments about. I don't know. It's. It, I think it works here. I wouldn't wear it, though. Um, but then they, they're dancing like... I'm, uh, you, you've, you've probably seen this at some point, but like the, the video of the... Um, it's like the opening ceremonies from the 1983 World Aerobics Championships. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, which is what the dance looks like. Dude, which I love is... choreography in this. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, that's not inherently a bad thing. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I kind of enjoy it through a lens of like, oh, this is fun. Um, fun but stupid. And then the song is like, whoa, it's pop music. It's fun pop music. What? <laughs> So I liked this one a lot. To hear your thoughts on this first. My thoughts? Yeah. Um, I also like this. Well, here's the thing. Okay. I think that I like the choreography a lot. I thought that this one was notable because this is one of the few songs that read as 90s as opposed to 80s to me. Um, okay. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where we have a song like this for me every year where it's like, if you don't think about it too much, it's it's a good time. I think that this stands out just because it's one of the few straight up pop songs of the year. And I think that if there were more pop songs, I wouldn't like this because I think that this would inevitably just be worse than other pop songs that could be at this contest, which I get, which I get is kind of speculatory and that I should just be thinking about this in the context of 
itself and of this contest, but I don't know if that makes sense. But I, I think that there's nothing special about this song. I think what makes it special is the fact that there's nothing really like it in this Eurovision. That's, that's very interesting. That's fair, yeah. I am fairly neutral towards this song, mostly because I didn't see it as standing in its own category, but rather as an amalgam of most of the songs that came before it. Like every individual section of this song, I heard somewhere else in the in the okay. in the contest so far. You know, we've had like three songs that have interesting horn sections. This is the last one to perform. We've had uh, several songs with a similar tempo. This is the last one to perform. Well, not the last one. There's one after this, but I thought this one wasn't actively bad in any way, but it just felt like, without thinking about it too much, like I've heard it before in parts of other songs. You know, if I were to take in all of 1990 as a whole and kind of come up with the quintessential 1990s song, it would be this one. But not to say, wow, this was the best song, in a way to say, every part about this feels not generic, but generic in the specific uh, context of Eurovision 1990. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you summarized what I was trying to say, that this seems very derivative. Perhaps not in the context of Eurovision, but just in general pop music contexts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like this one. I think it was good. And I think in the um, in the voting, if there are any pop music, like pop music purists on juries, then it'll get their vote, which I think could lead to it overperforming. Okay. All right. I'll take you up on that bet. I feel like it's going to underperform. Don't you think that those types of people would vote for, like, Yugoslavia? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, more... uh, Yeah, I don't know. But, like... Oh, wait. Hold on. Wait. You get... You get more more than one vote per per ballot. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. (laughs) No, like, I... Oh, I... I, Yeah. 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 Oh, do you... Yeah, I think that each juror gives their top ten. And do you... I I think this is going to do good. Okay. You say that this won't do good, Millen? Yeah, I feel like this is going to go on the lower end of things, but not I nearly see. as low as the next one. Hey, oh my goodness. <laughs> hey. That's uh, right. We are talking about Finland, last song of the night, 22, V by Beat. Fun fact. Holy shit. <laughs> this song is in Swedish. <laughs> oh, Abba. Oh, Abba, how you have changed. <laughs> uh, this is Abba now. Do you feel old yet? <laughs> oh, my God. This song. Th- this is terrifying. This is a fever dream. I am kind of don't hate it, though. Oh, I do. I, I deeply hate it. I 
did not hear the song because it was drowned out by how loud their clothing is. <laughs> That's honestly correct. I love the fashion. I hate the fashion. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not good, but I'm kind of obsessed with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I like this in the same way that people like the room. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's really, really bad, but kind of in super like campy and enjoyable way for me. Oh, 100%. Yeah, they're all they're in all white. They're like between the four main vocalists, there are at least six leather jackets. There's so many tassels. There's so many things coming off of their jackets. Each one of them has a perm. Their backup singers also have perms. There's like jewelry on the jacket and on the people and then more on the jacket and then one of them has like a tulle skirt over capri pants <laughs> that's so bad it's just there's so <laughs> much going on there's enough fabric on these people to you upholster three sofas it's uh, i i i i here let me let me read my notes in all caps fashion then what is happening? Then holy shit. Then I can't hear the song. The styles are so bad. Then fringe, all caps. Then perm, all caps. Ah! <laughs> we haven't even talked about the vocal yet. Oh, it sucked. Worst vocal of the night, maybe? Yeah, I think so. This was the worst song of the night for me. <laughs> It was so terribly slow. Like it was, it was just slow enough to make you regret listening to it. It was the you think worst. It was worse than UK. Oh, you yeah. kind of like that one though. I, I, I like it's the worst way to end the night. I think it's not good. It's really bad. It, the UK, the UK's is worse. IMHO, but this is not good. <laughs> yeah, I. It's a. I think that overall too. It's. Like you said, a very strange way to end things. Yeah. So this went last in the running order. Do you think it'll go last in terms of results? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. This is not going to do good. This is going to do uh, very bad. If it's um, not last, it's it's second to last. Like yeah, it it's down there. Okay, so I think that's everything about this contest, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Here is the scoreboard. We got a tie at the bottom. Oh, and a tie at the top. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Very spicy. So, um, as we are known to do, last place and first place. All right. Um, I will take first on this one. I think last place, we're, uh, last place I'm going to go UK since we've got Two twenty first places. I'm gonna go UK and Finland, um, and then first place. I'm going to throw all my caution to the wind and go Yugoslavia. Ooh, love it. All right, I am going to for last place. I'm gonna say Finland. Uh, sure, I'll just say Finland. No, there's there's one more for sure. <laughs> I don't I don't know what it is. Uh, and then first place, I'm gonna say Ireland. All right, so in last place, 21st with eight points, Norway. Whoa! I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with it too. It's not what I was right. expecting, but not going to complain. 
Also in last. Tied. Okay, yeah. there it is. <laughs> yeah. That Shocking, tracks. the UK outperformed two songs at least. Oh, yeah. 20th place with just one more point. Are you ready? Yes. Portugal. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It's what she deserves. <laughs> with 11 points in 19th place. Greece. Again. Could not yeah. care less. There are so many of these. This is one of those year. This is a year where, bar like one or two songs getting dumpstered, I am truly going to be okay with wherever anything goes, aside from like UK in second. But okay, ready for 18th? Yeah. Yep. Let's do it. Israel. Oh. Yeah. Weirdly low for me. Yeah, that was better than the UK. Yeah. Well, I think that all of these songs are better than the UK <laughs> for me at least. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Israel could have done, could have stood to do a little better. Yeah. All right. Seventeenth place with twenty-one points. Turkey. Huh. Yeah. Again, could have done a little bit better for me, but I know Milan. You weren't so much a fan of that one. Yeah. I. That that seems a little bit low, but I wouldn't put it much higher than that. Yeah. In sixteenth place with twenty-four points, we had Sweden. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that, yep, that deserves to be down there. Christians love it. <laughs> right, with one more point in 15th place was Netherlands. Okay, I'm also okay with that. You forget this one, Alice? <laughs> you always, uh, during this portion, you always have to go back and check. Yeah, yeah. this is the one that I both like oh, this one a lot. I, I, I did like this one. I, I was this one a lot, yeah. I was expecting this one to do better than it did. Um, I think it should have. Yeah, th- 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 this could have stood to at least get top half, but I'm not. I'm oh, not yeah. too beat up about it. Yeah, and in 14th place with 36 points was Cyprus. Oh, that's a shame. Right, 13th place, 38 points. Luxembourg. I forgot about that song. Oh wow, yeah, right, that one. It's that, crazy. Wow, that did better than Cyprus and Israel and Netherlands? Okay, sure. Yeah, go off, I guess. Yeah. Both plays with 46 points was Belgium. Sure. Dylan, you still there? Yeah, hi, I'm still here. <laughs> I don't have, have reactions and thoughts and feelings. I, I haven't, like, <laughs> here, let me go back and check my notes about Belgium. Here we go. It was weird. I said it would probably score a little bit above the middle. It scored a little bit below the middle. I'm not Damn. upset. Yeah. <laughs> We're not actually. It scored. Yeah. It yeah. Scored there's a bit there's, below. there's two second places. So the so that is the middle divider. I think. There are two twenty first places though. Yeah, but that doesn't affect the ones above it. Really? Wait, no, never mind. Disregard me. I I'm. Yep. No. I'm. Nope. Eleventh place. Eleventh points. Switzerland. Okay, now I'm starting to become worried about the lack of the United Kingdom showing up in these results. Okay, is top ten. Disgusting. Just to clarify for you two and the listeners at home, songs that are left going into the top ten are Spain. Cool. UK. Not Iceland. Denmark? Yeah, Denmark. Germany. France. Yugoslavia. Ireland. Italy. Austria? I forgot Austria did that well. Austria. 
And that's all, I guess. All right, you ready for 10th place? Sure. Sure, okay. <laughs> sure. 10th place with 58 <laughs> points. Sorry, I'm not... <laughs> I really... <laughs> a little bad. Let's continue, yeah. Okay? Yeah, let's do it. Great. It was Austria. 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 That cool. I played for 60 points. Germany. 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 You should have been lower than that, I think. Far lower. Yeah, for sure. All right. Eighth place with 64 points. Denmark. That was cool, but not quite good enough. I feel like that should have been slightly lower. I think a lot lower for me. Alright, seventh, seventh place, 81 points. I don't think you're ready. I'm not ready. Yugoslavia. Hey! <sighs> you sounded like a duck. I <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah. I was like some bog creature noises. Um, damn. So they did the Eurovision again. They do that every weekend, but right. the last weekend's yes. was 1990, and this song won it. Good. Yeah. yeah. I think it's my personal winner, to be honest. Yeah, it's certainly... It's like all of our personal winners, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what can I say? It hunks. Oh, for sure it does. Yeah, that, that, that song was a goose, because Hong Kong. Great. Sixth place, 87 points. Okay. This this feels slightly too high, but I think Ellis is uh, more upset than I am. This should be last place. My yeah. God, you are you are sinking your teeth into this one. That I really song didn't like was it. Bad. I feel like it's very hard to like write a good song about preserving the environment. I feel like they all end up just being terrible and trite. The performance was so bad. There were just so many things for me. I don't know. Yeah. Are you ready for fifth place? Let's yes. do it. These are the songs that they decided were better than that. Yeah, <laughs> so Spain, fifth place, 96 points. <laughs> cool. Very good. Love that song. Very nice. Very good. Um, fourth place with 124. Pretty big jump. Okay, let's do it. Iceland. That's cool. I'm a fan. That's cool. Icelandic, bro. Um, so as Milan predicted, top three is France, Ireland, hey, hey. Italy. Jesus I'm still not entirely convinced that he does not look at the results before he records. I, promise, I yeah. promise you I do not. I feel like France could have been a winner. France just, could have been a winner if it was a better song. Yeah. But but it could still be a winner. Oh, that is true. That is true. I feel like you sure, it's not you, you sure you're not reading these Wikipedia articles? I'm sure. I'm sure I'm not reading. I promise. Yeah. I got, right. for, for my money, I've got Italy and France tied at two and then Ireland at one. I right. have the same thing. So, yeah. In second place with 132 points, one of them was. France. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Italy just, and Ireland are left. It's got to be Ireland, right? Yeah, because Ireland's was a better version of the same concepts. Also, I just realized that the French song has three different colors in the title. <laughs> uh, that's oh wait, that's really funny. I just noticed that. I like white, that a lot. White and black blues. <laughs> Blue. Sorry. Continue. What's was it, did it bother you guys that it wasn't black and white? No. No. No one says white and black. 
that is true, but I don't care. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, don't right. know. I, I didn't even catch it until you pointed it out. All right, moment of truth. Also in second place with 132 points. Ireland. Oh, come oh, wow. on. That's so, kind of shocking. That's... Secret has been revealed. Oh. Italy won the Eurovision Song Contest 1990. Oh, God. Why? Uh, it wasn't my favorite, but I... Not that mad. I um, I feel like the, yeah, I feel like Yugoslavia is the only song that sh like deserves to be above that. Yeah, and personally, way. I preferred Italy a lot to Ireland, though you guys might not have. So, oh, I, I think I preferred it to Ireland, but I feel like Ireland should have gotten more of that, uh, Ireland bump, you know. So, mm -hmm. I, this is slightly surprising. <laughs> Alright, how many points do you think it won by? No clue. Two two points. I don't think it's gonna be a whole lot. I think it's gonna be like very tight at the top. You're right, 149. Mm. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Smaller leap than between Spain and Iceland. The top three were all huh. hor uh, vertical tricolores. <laughs> oh yeah. That's funny. All the with... only or no, the, the Belgium. All with white in the middle. Yes. I'm all about it. Um, so before we choose uh, next week's year, some some uh, a brief controversy. Oh, all right. Getting to so, it. Yeah. So um, in general, um, Lee was a really like big surprise winner. Um, How and... much of this do you think is judges being like, oh, European Union, whoa! I don't know. But there was controversy because um, uh, the Italian jury didn't give any points to any of the frontrunners for the, like, the songs that oh, were threatening their win. So ah. the, French, the French broadcaster was like, being shady as fuck and they were voting strategically and all these things but then didn't end up mattering there was no investigation because the EBU was like even if you disqualify all the Italian votes Italy still won yeah oh and then another weird thing was that um, the, the Italian jury introduced themselves as, as the Spanish jury <laughs> how does that happen what I don't know just for fun I guess all right, are we ready for the final part of our podcast? Let's do it. Nearly 2 a.m. It is nearly 2 a.m. All right, the Tupperware of Destiny Tupperware. has been cured. Let's do it. Yes. Hoping for a 70s one. Oh, 1973. Awesome. First poll. Nice. Yeah. Let's, we usually uh... have to like pull 10 of them to get one that we actually want to do. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like I it like a lot. It Next week, we're going to be talking about the year 1973. Amazing. That's right. Should be very fun. The third year of the... Well, the, the fourth year of the 70s. Yeah. True. Amazing. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for sticking with us. I'm gonna I'm gonna record the plugs later because I'm tired and I don't wanna speed talk right now. That makes that sense. Sounds like a plan. 
If you enjoyed the show and you want to catch us on social media, you can do so at Eurovision underscore rewind on Instagram and on Twitter at vocab gumbo. You can also check out our website, which is vocabgumbo.com, for a link to both of those places, as well as a link to our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash vocabgumbo, where you can submit a couple bucks a month to our account. Submit is not the right verb for that, but you can chip in a couple bucks a month. You'll get some bonus episodes. You'll get some, some, some bonus content and maybe some Patreon perks. I don't know. You'll... I do know. I wrote the perks. They're on the Patreon. Just go look at it. Amazing. Yeah. Good. So long. Uh, wonderful. All yes. sorts of fantastic. Goodbye. I am Ellis. I am Millen. I'm Jonathan. Woohoo! Yeet! <laughs> <laughs>